0: Hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are all having a fantastic day. I hope you guys had a great, awesome, fun, safe weekend. We had a good time down here in Central Florida. Got a lot of rain, as usual. It's hopefully going to start cooling down over the next month, but we'll see about that. But other than that, it was getting, getting a lot of rain. And, uh, down here at Health Masters, we're staying active and busy this morning. If you guys need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, 1-800-726-1834. Check us out on the website at healthmasters.com. And be sure to check out the product of the week, the COQ10 ubiquinol, incredibly good antioxidant for the cardiac muscle, great for circulatory and awesome for energy. So be sure to check it out right now on sale for 10% off. And also the super mega sale, the ultimate D3 10,000 K2 for 25% off right now for just a few more days. So be sure to check that out on the website of healthmasters.com. And I want to encourage a lot of people, continue to forward articles continue to at least forward news stories that you know are accurate please if you can forward the show there's definitely a lot of movement happening there's a lot of difference being made right now the more that i continue to go out and i talk to people random places at restaurants and out and about there's definitely a mindset that's starting to change across the board the more people i talk to the less people are being more how should i say uh mind controlled and talked into getting this new round of shots i mean pretty much i mean i I try to take an open spectrum when i talk to people and the more people i talk to in random just random people at certain places in movie theater or restaurants i'm out and about more people are starting to massively question the shot as people are realizing they were completely and totally lied to about this injection and the only reason that people are finding out about the truth <laughs> it's not because the mainstream media and it's not because of CNN or Fox News it is because of people like you and us that are constantly getting the truth out there you know dad sent me the video again i talked about it yesterday from the uh, presbyterian children's hospital from last week when they did this cartoon video of basically this girl that is uh, you know aspiring to be a, a fashion designer and she says she gets a really bad stomach ache and suddenly she goes to the hospital and she finds out it's not a tummy ache. It's basically inflammation of her heart. And it's myocarditis. And, you know, she, she's like a, you know, 8, 9, 10-year-old girl in the video. She goes, oh, and the doctors gave me, you know, a lot of different tools to get my heart rate under control. And now I'm better again. And I've gotten through it. And then they made it like this big grandeur thing that's supposed to be all awesome. And on top of that, they tried to normalize it. And I talked about it last week. They tried to normalize the fact that this is somehow – normal and they specifically used the term myocarditis she says it in the video oh it wasn't a tummy ache it was a rare heart inflammation it's called myocarditis and the doctors got it under control and I was able to recover my friends, myocarditis is not mild, myocarditis is not normal, and myocarditis is not random. Myocarditis is more than likely, in most cases, brought on by serious inflammation from an outside source that your body's being exposed to. Myocarditis does not just happen in children. You can look up the research, you can look up the numbers, and you can look up the cases from the last 10 to 20 years, and you can also look up the cases from the last 6 to 12 months, and you'll be astounded on how much it has changed. I've talked about it in detail in numbers, so I'm not going to go into it again. But again, this is why so many people are starting to waking up because of people like you forwarding the show and at the very least forwarding news articles that we put on the website on the front page every single day. You can pull them up under where we have the listen live and archive shows right below that. We have the daily news article, blue tab, daily news articles, healthmasters.com. So be sure to check that out. I appreciate the continued support and getting the truth out there. And how are you doing this morning, Dad?
1: Oh, Austin, awesome. I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I saw that Presbyterian ad today, also on the myocarditis and the little girl who came down with a tummy ache and ended up having it with her heart. You know, Dr. Lee Merritt was on the show. Gosh, I guess it was last year, and she told us that 50 percent, up to 50 percent of the patients who are diagnosed with myocarditis are dead within five years. This is a this is a giant, giant, giant attack on the young kids because again, when you have a young child come down with these types of diseases. And they end up being dead within five years. It basically massively reduces the population growth on this planet. That's what it does because the kids aren't here long enough to to reproduce. And it's sad to me that they're normalizing it. That's what they always do. They always normalize everything they're doing to us to make us think it's okay and it's normal because this is another CIA CIA covert psychop. There was a really good article today. It said basically can we ever forgive those people who've done this to us and our family and friends that have done this to us? And then this lady kind of sums it up. It's from Elephant City Substack, and it's really a good one. I actually subscribed to it. And it says, to sum up, if your family and friends are true Covidians, they are literally living in a different world from you. In other words, if they believe that they have to have the shots in order to stay alive, if they believe you should wear masks everywhere you go, if they believe that the government is here to try to help you and Fauci is an absolute savior of the planet, and they believe that, you know, we're going to have continuing issues and continuing boosters, and they're going to be willing to take all of those, okay? They're Covidians. So I'll start over. If your family and friends are true Covidians, they are literally living in a different world from you. And if they're agreeable conformists, they are wired differently than you. And many of those around you, no doubt, are both conformist and deluded to some extent. Most likely, you've already tried countless times to convince your family and friends of your position. And all you've done is to make them angry and resentful. In the case of Covidians, you're asking them to fundamentally change their orientation towards reality from trust to skepticism, how many people are willing to cast aside their entire mental construct of the world, their very identity, when represented with data and presented with data from a source that they have been conditioned to doubt? In other words, alt media, because we're all conspiracy theorists, correct? It's simply not going to happen. They're not going to change their mindset. And if you're dealing with an agreeable conformist, By asking them to step out of the comfort of the crowd, you're asking them to act in a way that they have never acted in their entire life. It goes against their deepest instinct. It's like asking a deer to suddenly become a predator. Again, it's simply not going to happen. And then she goes on to say, now I'm not making excuses for cowardice or willful ignorance. I am merely explaining that those who fell for the COVIDian scam… As far as the young people and the people that weren't suffering with the comorbidity and the people who were unwilling to basically take their supplements, they fell for the scam. They never had any choice in the matter. They were born to do exactly what they did. They were victims of what Maji Naswas calls a military-grade psychop. That's exactly what happened to them. The military basically came in with the CIA and did a psychological operation on them to try to force them to be Covidians and make mistakes. The criminals behind the COVID scam preyed on exactly the two traits that I've outlined above. They knew they could use the media to create a mass hallucination in a significant number of people. And they knew that the great middle composed of the agreeable conformists would obediently follow the narrative whenever, wherever it led. Our anger, therefore, must be directed to those who took advantage of the trusting and good nature of our friends and our family. That would be the Luciferian, Kabbalah, synagogue of Satan, people that run the media. They poisoned those who gave birth to us which are our parents who died from COVID because they basically were put on remdesivir in a ventilator or they had comorbidities. They grew, these friends grew up with us, and they formed the happy fabric of our lives. They stole two years of our lives. They tortured our children, and they nearly destroyed all of our bonds in order to make obscene profits and rob us all of our natural freedoms. If we're ever going to get our freedoms back, we'll need the help of our friends and families. On the other side, we cannot risk driving them away with attempts to change their minds most powerful argument we can make is not with words. COVID is first and foremost a theft of joy and of tyranny of fear. Living free from fear and experiencing joy is the most powerful weapon we have against the empire of death. This is really well written. I'm going to go ahead and repeat it again. This is from the Elephant's newsletter, Elephant City Substack. And I highly recommend if This is the kind of product they're putting out that you guys sign up for it. I did yesterday. And we need to understand that this whole thing – has been used repeatedly in the United States to destabilize this planet and the United States. Remember I talked about last week how the CIA had come in and done the sexual revolution for the women with birth control pills etc cetera, etc cetera, massive use of condoms and all the different bookstores and stores and grass stations and everything else back in the 60s to basically give women freedom to have sexual liberation to basically be able to have intercourse with anybody they wanted to whenever they wanted to have it with no ramifications as far as pregnancy. And of course in 73 they stepped it up another notch and said if you do happen to get pregnant, We now are going to make abortion legal for you in all 50 states, and you go in and just basically kill your child without any basically fear of basically retaliation of being subjected to a murder charge. That's what 73 did with Roe v. Wade. Then they turned right back around. If that wasn't enough, they started dumping the porn onto the internet, which created the internet back in the 90s. And then men became addicted to porn along with many women. And this, again, was another breakdown of the very subset of the family of the United States as far as the rights and the values that we've had and we've espoused for you know over 200 years. Again, it's being done again through the Frankfurt School to the CIA, which is exactly who brought us COVID as a military-grade PSYOP. Uh, there's an article here that says Gloria Steinem, how the CIA used feminism to destabilize the society. Here's the interesting thing. This is interesting. She goes – I discovered that before she became a feminist leader, Gloria Steinem worked for the CIA, spying on Marxist students in Europe and disrupting their meetings. She became a media darling. She was involved in Operation Condor, Operation Mockingbird, and also with the, uh, the Operation Gladio. She became a media darling due to her CIA connections. Which happens a lot. You see that with a lot of these different people that are involved with the CIA, they become media darlings. Which she basically edited for years and was directly funded by the CIA, which was Ms. Magazine. Steinem was tried to, has tried to suppress this information unearthed in the 70s by a radical feminist group called Red Stockings. In 1979, Steinem and her powerful CIA-connected friends, Catherine Graham of the Washington Post and the Ford Foundation president Franklin Thomas. Prevented Random House from publishing it in the Feminist Revolution. Nevertheless, the story appeared in The Village Voice on May the 21st, 1979. Steinem has always pretended that she had been a radical student, student radical, but I was made but, – but, but when, when – this is her quote. When I was in college, it was the McCarthy era, she told Susan Mitchell in 1997, and that made me a Marxist, right? What she wanted to do. In her bio blurb in 1973, MS Magazine states Gloria Steinem has been a freelance writer all of her professional life, and MS Magazine is her full time her first full-time salary job. Not true. Raised in an impoverished, dysfunctional family in Toledo, Ohio, Steinem somehow managed to attend Elite Smith College, Betty Friedman's Friedland's alma mater. After graduating in 1955, Steinem received a Chester Bells Student Fellowship to study in India. Curiously, an Internet research feels that this fellowship has no existence apart from Gloria Steinem. No one else ever received it. In 1958, Steinem was recruited by CIA's Cord Meyer to direct an informal group of activists called the Independent Research Service. This was part of Meyer's Congress for Cultural Freedom, which created magazines like Encounter and the Partisan Review to promote left liberal chick to oppose Marxism which is the exact opposite of what she was doing. Saddam attended communist-sponsored youth festivals in Europe, published a newspaper, reported on other participants, and helped to provoke and promote riots. The agenda of this international cabal is to degrade the institutions and the values of the United States in order to integrate it into a global state that it will direct through the United Nations that were put together by the Rothschild banking cartel after their League of Nations failed in the early 20s, when Woodrow Wilson brought it back to our Senate, they refused to ratify it because it made Germany basically responsible for the entire war debt of World War One. and the League of Nations failed. They've pushed this for the international controlling of countries and nation states through the United Nations for years. They want to integrate it into a global state through the United Nations that will direct through the United Nations in its 1947 funding charter, founding charter. The CIA is prohibited from engaging in domestic activities. However, they get around this by including a domestic agency like an FBI person with them so they cannot have to deal with this restriction. This has never stopped them, however, from waging a psychological war on the American people. The domestic counterpart of Congress for Cultural Freedom was the American Committee for Cultural Freedom. Using foundations as conduits, the CIA controlled intellectual decourse in the 50s and in the 60s through Operation Mockingbird and into the 70s, and I believe they continue to do so today. I completely agree with this author, and this is the group. That CIA's Project Mockingbird involved the direct infiltration of corporate media, a process that often included direct takeover by several major news outlets. The CIA owned respected members of The New York Times, Newsweek, CBS, and other communication vehicles, plus stringers, four to 600 in all. 600 different news feeds were controlled by the CIA. In 1982, the CIA admitted to reporters... That the CIA payroll had acted as case officers to agents in the field. Philip Graham, published with the Washington Post, who ran the operation until his suicide, quote unquote, real cave, ha ha, yeah, didn't happen, in 1963, boasted that you could get a journalist cheaper than a good hooker for a couple of hundred dollars a month. Wow. There's evidence that the 60s drug culture, counterculture, the civil rights movement, and the anti war movement, like feminism, were all CIA directed. According to Mark Reibling, the CIA may have also used Timothy Leary. Certainly the agency distributed LSD to Leary and other opinion makers in the late 60s. Leary made a generation of Americans turn away from active participation in society and seek fulfillment. In other words, another example of the CIA's use of drugs was to interfere in domestic politics. Gary Webb describes how in the 1980s, the CIA flooded black ghettos with cocaine. Remember what happened to Gary Webb? He was found suicided also. Feminism has done the most damage. That's what I talk about back in the 50s and the 60s. There is no more fundamental yet delicate relationship in society between the male and the female. On it depends the family, the red blood cell of society. Nobody with the interest of society at heart would try to divide men and women. Yet the lie that men have exploited women has become the official orthodoxy. Man loves women. His first instinct is to nurture as a husband to see her thrive. When a woman's happy, she is beautiful, and some, some men are certainly abusive, but the vast majority have supported and guided their families for millennia. Feminists relentlessly advance the ideas that are inherent male and female characteristics crucial to the development of human beings are mere stereotypes. This is a vicious calumny on all heterosexuals of 95% of the population. Talk about hate, Yet it is taught to children in elementary schools, it is echoed in the media, like lesbians like Rosie O'Donnell he has advanced Rose models, and you also have Katy Perry, Ellen DeGeneres, you know, Miley Cyrus, all of this stuff pushing the transgender agenda is all tied together with this exact same nonsense. Feminism is a grotesque fraud perpetrated on society by an over governing, overreaching governing elite. It has gotten to – I'm not going to call them lead, I'm going to call them scum. It is designed to weaken the American social and fabric network in order to introduce a friendly fascist New World Order, I would say a friendly communist New World Order. That's an article called Gloria Steinem, How the CIA Used Feminism to Destabilize Society. I will post it on the website. Very important that we all understand this. This is the same group now that has been working through the international banking cartels, the international Luciferians, to use this CIA as a government agency to control the media, to push the COVID narrative through Donald Trump and through Biden and through Fauci. Always remember who's doing this to you. It is the synagogue of Satan. It is that group of Luciferians that have been around through the ancient Canaanite religions. And this program that they've used to society to control it was really, really honed very, very clearly. Back during the early 1900s, during the First World War, in which they actually learned about shell shock and splitting people's personalities and persona. You see all of these women running around hating men now, holding up their signs. I mean just hating – they absolutely hate men. And you think, why would a woman hate a man? Well, because they're a man. It has nothing to do with what a man has ever done to them. They just hate men because they're men. And then you have the men, they're so confused now, they've turned to porn because they don't know what to do as far as in this dating scene today, which is so crazy. They don't know what to do or how to ask a woman out anymore because the cultural norms have been completely changed and in some cases annihilated. So now we have groups of people that are basically against each other, the women and the men, the liberals and the the, the conservatives, and they're fighting with each other. This is exactly what they wanted to do because it also reduces the population of the planet because... They're not having sex anymore. They're not making babies. You know, when lesbians marry lesbians, it's very rarely they ever have children because they have to hire a surrogate or they have to get a sperm donor. Or basically when men have relations with men, which is an abomination as it is with women before God, they basically – when women and women have relationship with men, women and men have relationship with men, it's an abomination before God. In the Old Testament, it was, a, it was basically a crime punishable by death. we got to understand this, guys. Our God – the great I am is the same yesterday for today and forever. And when he tells you this stuff there's an okay, you gotta take his word for it, because he built us. You know, he provided us an owner's manual called the Old Testament and the New Testament of how we're supposed to live our lives. It's kinda like when you have a car. You gotta change the oil every so often. You gotta change the plugs every so often, you gotta change your oil filter and your, your fuel filter so every so often. It's all in the owner's manual on how you're supposed to live. God did that for us. And he, he did even more than that. He said his only son in his own image, the exact same representation of God Almighty, like it says in the book of Hebrews, to die on a cross for us as an omnipresent being, which he would later become after he was resurrected from the dead, to provide an eternal sacrifice for our sins. Remember what he did. It wasn't like he just told us what to do. He gave his own son for us to reconcile us back to him. And I've talked about this so many times on different shows. Always remember what God did and the power that he has. That's why I had the opportunity this morning again to pray for you guys. I love you guys. I mean, you know, this past five weeks have been a rough one for me, but because I've got you guys and I've got the Holy Spirit and I pray every single day, I've been able to stand firm in my beliefs and realize that my relationship with God is stronger now than it's ever been simply because I know who runs the universe. I know who controls the universe. Now, this world is being controlled by the evil, and that's a fact. There's nothing we can say or pretend like that didn't happen. It's something that happened with Adam and Eve in the garden. With Lucifer, it was a big mess, and so we've got him running around doing whatever he wants to do, but we here as Christians are different. We've been set apart because our body, our our soul, our spirit, our energy field, whatever you want to call it, our frequency resonates with the most high God. It says that Lucifer runs around as a roaring lion seeking those who he may devour, but he may not devour us because we're sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. So always remember that you have a covenant with the most high God. You are no longer part of this world. As soon as you leave here, we automatically go to God Almighty himself. Think through that for a second with me. Keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. And it says in Ephesians, no matter what you do, you stand your ground. You stand your ground, and you put on the full armor of God. And if we do that, we can continue to push against this. Because remember, he's not on the present Lucifer's not. The only way he can create that field in the planet is to create some type of Tie in with us with a D Wave computer, or some type of computer system or 5G system, which he's going to come in and control our minds and our thoughts, and not allow us to worship God the way we do. We can't allow that. We have to stand our ground against all of this stuff. And like Austin said at the beginning of the show, you got to afford this show. You got to. If you're not going to afford this show, at least afford another show that you like that they're that are telling you similar things. It's so important. And, and thank you so much for your support of Health Masters. Thank you for getting your toothpaste and all the other things, your multiple vitamin trucks. If you didn't do that, we couldn't be here telling you this. This whole thing is a war that we have going on. You know, it's a full-blown fight. Now we know that God won the war on Calvary. We understand that. But this world is being pushed further and further and further into the abyss so they can resurrect their antichrist. And if you understand that, it makes more sense to stand in a gap for God. Stand in the gap for your fellow man and continue to pray for them, especially the Covidians. You can't be mad at the people who took the shot, who are your family members, who are complete jerks to you. You can't be mad at them. They were the victims, of a full grade military psyop. You can't ask a deer to suddenly turn around and be a predator. You can't ask somebody who's never, ever been skeptical of what the mainstream media says to suddenly start becoming a skeptic and to change their narrative. It's like you can't convert somebody to Christianity unless they want to become a Christian. You you can't get anybody to change their diet unless they want to change their diet. So do the best you can to tell the people the truth every single day of your life. I'd love to pray for you guys this morning. You guys are awesome. Awesome. What's your next story? And uh, what do you think about what I said, bud?
0: Well, you're exactly right, bud. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, a lot of people that went along with things, I mean, it was a complete and total PSYOP, probably one of the biggest I've ever, actually, I'm not going to say probably, it was the biggest PSYOP I've ever witnessed on the American populace, short of 9-11. The difference was with 9-11 is it impacted the whole country, but it massively impacted New York primarily. You know, the rest of the country dealt with the blowback and DHS and everything that happened. New York was devastated from that incident. This PSYOP, wasn't just New York. It was the entire country, much less the entire globe, but just the U.S. is alone. And I remember I, I told you guys before, I mean, remember what they were going around and they were telling everybody? I mean, we remember from the very beginning in 2020, the videos they were releasing from China, people standing on the sidewalk, falling over dead. Allegedly, people vomiting it up. I mean, like it looked like quarts of blood and falling over and keeling over dead. You guys remember all the sick videos that they were, d- d- you know, leaking over here. Now is that the same stuff that we got from my image and from what I saw in my experience? Absolutely not. But from what they were showing us, it got everybody pretty spooked. And then they continued to push the fear, push the fear, push the fear. And I mean, to the point that you mean you had people walking around going to parties, you know, having big old like shower curtains up, and they're hugging each other through plastic shower curtains. I mean, just really moronic stuff. Guys, the only way you get people to do that is you have to completely and totally retrain their brain into thinking that the government knows and tells you everything you can and can't do, and that's what they attempted to do, and a lot of people went along with it, and I talked about it in detail last week, and so that's why it's so important that you really understand what they're trying to do, and this is why they're constantly pushing this narrative, this you know militia extremist, this white power extremist, this white extremist. They're constantly pushing that narrative because – the bulk of the population that basically is coming out against this is that demographic, and they're coming in and saying, okay, no, we're not okay with this. And now I've, I've noticed a lot too, especially in the black community. They're really starting to not trust anything with this. I mean you've got to look up the Tuskegee experiment. That right there will tell you alone the government doesn't care about your health or telling you the truth. This goes on and on and on, and there's an article now. Big Tech unveiled a host of new AI-based censorship and narrative control scheme as part of the White House Summit on the evil and sinful nature of this political opposition, basically the domestic terrorist. President Biden, speaking at the White House United We Stand Summit, says there's a thorough line of hate that runs through Americans' history, from massacres of indigenous people to the original sin of slavery to the Klan to anti-immigration violence. Well, obviously, you know you see where he's directing all that towards, and he doesn't bother to say the indigenous people, the you know, the basically the Native American Indians and so forth that were treated so horrifically. Oh, yeah, that was, by the way, by pretty much the entire United States government at the top. They're the ones that handed out smallpox blankets. Joe Biden, just news flash. So whenever anybody questions what is going on, always remember. It's usually the people in the government, and it's primarily the Democrats when you look back at the slavery issue and Civil War. That was all by the – remember, Emancipation Proclamation didn't free the slaves in the north. only free the slaves in the south. It was a war tactic. That's all it was. It was nothing to do with trying to promote freedom. The Democrats and basically the hardcore left that was in the north were the same way they are now. They were devout communists, and they basically wanted to have their control over the southern states to do their bidding and continue to tax them as much as they can. Nothing's changed. It's just a different story. That's all it is. And so as you see these things start to occur very, very quickly, and then you start seeing this – I saw it earlier. I talked about it last week briefly with this massive, massive hypocrisy you know, with this Martha's Vineyard incident, and again, somebody asked me, they said, well, they're still bringing illegals into the country. I said, this is horrific. This is going to collapse the entire United States eventually. You can't keep bringing in millions upon millions upon millions of people and keep giving them free stuff and free houses and free cell phones and free money and free transportation and not expect to collapse the entire financial system. It will happen. Now, it may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen next year. It may not happen in five years, but it is going to happen at the rate we're at right now. I mean I told you guys before and dad's brought it up. We have the subdivisions right down the road from us. You go in there and it's pretty much ninety five percent predominantly all Hispanic. Now I'm not I'm not picking on anybody for specific race or demographics. What I'm saying is nobody in there from what I've talked to really speaks English except for a few other people that are actually working. Nobody goes anywhere. I talked to one of the guys, and he said basically the pool area, the, the common area pool area, pretty much every single day there's Two or three hundred people over there having a party, and they're basically all Hispanic, and none of them speak English. They don't go to work. They've got these four or five hundred thousand dollars houses. Nobody can figure out what they do or where they came from. They just moved in this subdivision, and all of a sudden they like own the entire subdivision. Well, guys, I hate to tell you, getting a five hundred thousand dollars mortgage at six percent interest, you going to have some serious cash coming in. That's not just oh, I'm going to work, you know, basically at the grocery store for minimum wage and make these payments. That didn't happen like that. Now what's happened is BlackRock and Vanguard has been doing this very strategically all over the country. They've been buying up subdivisions, buying up real estate, and they turn around and they give out special grants. Because remember, the federal government will pay them in most cases federal grant money to house immigrants or to basically house low-income housing areas. This is why Section 8 is so highly profitable for the landlords that own it because they can come in and basically get guaranteed federal money every single month, and they don't have to fight anybody about rent. They just get a check every single month. Bam. Okay. Boom. Section 8 housing paid for. Done. They don't have to deal with it. This is what they're starting to do all over the country. If you notice, they're not doing it in you know Northern California or Southern California as much because that's already been taken over. New York. They're doing it in all the free states. They're pushing it down here in Florida. And that's why DeSantis basically made a point to send basically all you know those 50 immigrants up to Martha's Vineyard. I personally don't agree with bringing any of them in, but they're here. They landed in Florida and he basically said, okay, we're going to, we're going to see what's going to happen. He did a big interview on it. He said, I just wanted to see the hypocrisy. He goes, Martha's Vineyard has been basically pounding their chest for the last five years about how they're a sanctuary state and everybody's welcome and they'll never turn anybody away. Literally within 24 hours of them being there, they were interviewing these people and they're trying to get their claim to fame talking about, they don't have the resources. They can't handle 50 more people on the Island when there's 178 houses for sale, the highest one for 28 million dollars. It's like you know, 10, 12 bedroom, four, or 14 bath. I mean, just big houses. I'm no problem with that. People having huge houses. I mean, some of the houses are pretty cool. I was looking at some of the photos of them online. But don't sit there and basically try to spit down my back and tell me it's raining and tell me you can't handle this when you've been beating your chest on how you're a you know sanctuary city. 50 people show up. They had those guys bust out of Martha's Vineyard and basically now housing a military complex in Cape Cod less than 48 hours of them landing there. But, I mean, you want to see hypocrisy, it knows no bounds. And that's why DeSantis did this, he said, because he wanted to show everybody... What type of hypocritical liars these people are that are constantly telling us how, oh, it's totally okay to have, I think, what, two and a half million immigrants into the southern border illegally last year. It's totally fine. It'll help out. Everybody can handle it. Fifty of them show up at Martha's Vineyard, and they literally have a meltdown. Hypocrisy knows no bounds of those people. Also, to another news, this is interesting as well. I was looking at this earlier, and it's act- they're actually starting to say that the Central Bank of Canada – Is losing money for the first time ever on rising rates and anticipating losses for the next three years. Numerous central banks around the world are losing money. Now this is interesting. I'm going to bring this up for a second because it says typically the Bank of Canada's balance sheets make money because the liabilities consist almost entirely of banknotes which don't pay interest while on the other side the central bank earns interest on its assets. The Bank of Canada says the central bank must send its profit to the federal treasury at the end of the year. Recently, it's been about a billion dollars a year. Now, what's happening now, what's going on, and this is what I brought up the other day, and I want you guys to think about this. Normally, if we're talking about we're at an 8%, 9%, 10% inflationary rate, but yet you're only doing 30-year mortgages right now at 5 and 6% interest, you're talking about the bank technically is losing money. And But yet, when we had this before, when you started having interest rates at 8%, 9 10%, Dad's talked about this before. Mortgage rates were 14%, 16 17% interest. This isn't sustainable for banks. There's something going on behind the scenes with these banks right now. What I personally think, and I talked to one of our good friends, one of dad's good friends, good family friends and attorney. We think what they're going to do now is they're going to have another basically 2008 2.0, so to speak, where the outliner banks that basically aren't going to be able to be fiscally responsible and they've leveraged themselves out too far, they're going to collapse those banks. And then the other banks are going to absorb that. And what's going to happen is you're going to have simply a handful, literally probably half a dozen. Of the main primary huge banks that are going to run the entire United States banking sector now. You're not going to have 40 or 50 different small banks, mom-and-pop banks, local banks. All those are getting absorbed. Remember BB&T? That was like a local bank here. SunTrust, that was a local Florida bank. They came in, one of the big banks, and they did a hostile takeover of both banks, merged them with what is now called Truist. And Truist is absolute garbage. And they're coming in now. That's one of the new banks they put together. And that bank's probably going to be owned by you know Citibank or Goldman Sachs. And so this is what you see now with these banks that come in and they change the name. They redistribute the wealth. They take up the assets. And they make a bigger bank and a bigger bank and a bigger bank. This is what they're doing right now, in my opinion. This is why I think you're starting to see a lot of these banks talk about losses, talk about failures, talk about bailouts. They're already starting to talk about it, especially in Europe. The big, big boy banks, the Vanguard, and the BlackRock that own these heavy hitters, they're going to come in and absorb them. Because remember, the only way you can have a centralized digital currency is you have to have one major component controlling it. That's the problem why they hated about Bitcoin and a lot of the other blockchain technology because it was so independent. It's still very difficult to track If it's handled properly, it's very difficult to trace if it's basically taken out of the system. They don't want any of that. They want to have every single thing where they can go and monitor it, watch it, track it, trace it, tax it right on the whip. And the only way to do that is have really, really strong central bank control of everything. And I think that's what's happening right now. So I wanted to bring that up so you guys be aware of the things that are moving right now. Then again, why I've always told you, it's very very crucial and it's very important that you make sure you have backup of anything you need whether that be some extra cash or that be extra silver especially when it comes to things that you can actually use and you need like food backup food buckets backup beans and rice organic meat buckets organic regular buckets guns ammo anything you need heating clothing because once this stuff starts to go sideways with these banks like we saw in 08 and 09 you're going to see the vast majority of the entire country start to change very rapidly. You already see what's happening in certain parts of the country right now, in L.A. The violence knows no bounds right now. I mean, you can, you can pull up any article right now, L.A. crime, and it's like every single day there's headlines. Somebody else getting nice, somebody getting gutted, somebody getting shot. We're talking 2 and 3 in the afternoon on broad daylight now, getting beat with tire irons. I mean just crazy stuff over there. It's complete lawlessness. Illinois is about to step into that realm in 2023 as they're getting rid of the no-cash bail, where pretty much people are going to be able to get charged with you know, home invasion, with burglary, with grand theft auto. They're going to go to jail. They're going to get fingerprinted. They're going to get photo taken, and they're literally going to rotate right back out the turnstile and walk right back outside and not have to post any type of bail right back out on the street in less than 24 hours, just like L.A. This, again, is going to increase the crime. They're doing this on purpose. They want to bring as much chaos and as much division as they can. That is why it is so crucial. Again, you understand what's happening and you continue to monitor it, but you also stay alert, but you also stay at peace. There's no reason to live in complete stress and run around. God's not giving us fear, but he also expects us to be wise. You see the writing on the wall. You see the seven years of famine. You see the seven years of plenty. You look at what's going on, you know what's going to happen, and you look at the dips and you look at the valleys and you look at the peaks and judge accordingly for what you need. Now they're talking about the railways. Oh, these guys want more more basically uh, vacation time now and more paid holidays now they're talking about. So now the railways are starting to talk about going back in the strikes. This is all theater in order to cause as much confusion as they can. So when it comes down to it, and this is really what I think a lot of this is, if they can keep as much confusion and as much diversion off of the COVID vaccine side effects and what is going on, that will keep as many people as they can focused on the basically mainstream television tube and not ask questions about what's going on with Pfizer and Moderna and this new bivalent shot, which I told you guys last week. It now will cause your body to produce two. Different types of spike proteins, not one, but two completely different spikes in the body in order to fight off and build an immunity against COVID that even in the first phase of the original shot only lasted for about 12 days. And then you had enormous side effects and the autoimmune system basically kicked in and your immune system went through the floor into a negative range. This shot is going to be detrimental. Detrimental. And I encourage you, continue to wake as many people up as you can, because I personally think they're going to use this shot in the fall, right before this election in a month and a half, to start getting people unbelievably sick in another COVID outbreak, because everybody's going to be hospitalized from all these crazy side effects. And of course, what do you think? They're going to test positive on a PCR test, because why? As I told you from the very beginning... It makes your body turn into a spike protein manufacturing site, meaning your body is now producing COVID. They showed this in the clinical trials. That was a whole design of mRNA technology. Don't believe me. Look it up. That's why so many people that get the shot constantly keep testing positive for covid over and over and over and over and over again because they're actually producing the very thing that makes everybody sick and that is the spike protein get the truth out there my friends continue staying strong in
1: what you believe what do you think dad I think you're right. I mean, they're going to test positive probably forever <laughs> because their body is now manufacturing spike proteins, and so the, the PCR test doesn't work either. You know what happened to the big thing beginning of this year that they weren't going to use the PCR testing anymore, and they're still forcing people to do that when they get on airplanes. I mean, it's ridiculous. The whole thing is just a giant military great psyop, like I talked about. I just had a listener send me an email at doctor ask doctor Ted, you know, at yahoo.com. Master doctor B at yahoo.com. And uh, it, it was interesting because they started talking about basically how I was basically a preacher here on our show. And we're one of the last podcasts that even talk about God and Christ. And we're really the only one that I really know about that talks a lot about Jesus like we do. And that's what they called me And when I was a college professor. They called me the preacher teacher 40 years ago. And I kind of tried to do the best I can to incorporate our current events and current things that are going on in the world back to a biblical-based knowledge of why it's happening and what we can do about it. So I, 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 thank, you, I thank you when you guys do that. Now, I got to ask you guys a favor, though. You know, a lot of you guys that are sending me emails, you've never supported Health Masters, you've never supported the show, but you're asking me all of these in-depth health questions, and you want me to go ahead and take the products that you're buying from other people and analyze them for you. Austin, and I don't do that. Neither does Steve. We can't. There are literally thousands of supplement manufacturers around the world that ship products into the United States. And we don't know how their products are made. We don't know what the quality control standards are. We don't know if they're going through heavy metal testing. We don't know anything about these products. So when you ask us to take a person's products that we don't know anything about and to analyze them and compare them against our product, we simply can't do it. We don't have the time, number one, and number two. We don't have the inclination. And think about it for a second. If you're supporting another company and you're listening to the show, but you're asking me to give your information on your product that you're buying from someone else, doesn't that seem a bit odd to you? That's kind of like, you know, having a wife that you're married to and you love, but you're having sex with your some other woman. I mean, does that make any sense? You know, you, know, you say, well, that's an awful harsh analogy, Ted. No, I'm not making it make a harsh analogy. I'm just giving you an example. You know, if you've got the ability, if you have the ability to support us, at least get toothpaste or something from us, it pays for the show. I mean, we've got to pay for the airtime. We've got to pay for the production time. We've got to pay for all of this stuff every single month. And when you support us, it means the world to us. Now, here's the other thing. If you're not a Christian and you want to send me nasty emails about Christianity, don't do stuff like that. My gosh, it's been a rough five weeks for me already. Don't be doing that. I don't don't want to hear it. I don't want to be listening to it at all. And don't get mad at me if I don't send you back five paragraphs of information on a five-paragraph email. I don't have time. So please don't get mad at me about that. And and thank you for all of those folks who call me up or they text me and they say, hey, look, we want to thank you so much for what you guys do. We buy all of our products from Health Masters. We support the show. You know, And you got to say, well, does that mean you don't want to hear from us? No, I didn't say that if you don't buy products from us. But don't ask me to basically su- supply you information on the products. And here's why. I've done this before. Yeah, I've done this before. I've had people buy a bunch of products. They call us up. They call Steve up, or they call me up, or Austin. We still took phone calls on this. And they ask us a protocol to follow for certain types of health issues they're having to help stabilize and have good health. And We give them a full protocol to follow. They go buy this stuff at Walmart or Sam's or whatever box store they want to, because they're going to save ten percent on the product. And then they call us back six months later or four months later, and they didn't get any results from what we told them to do because they didn't use our supplements. They bought a bunch of cheap stuff that doesn't work. And then they get fussed at us. I've actually had people, guys. This this is, the, this, is the, this is one time this happened. I, I'll never can't even believe it. They bought this stuff from Walmart. From, from somebody after we told them what supplements to buy from health masters and they sent the walmart products back to healthmasters six months later and demanded a refund from us and then even bought the products now i have to just believe this person wasn't real bright that's what i've got to believe that but come on guys think through it with me i know a bunch of preachers and pastors and churches and if you ask if you go in there for counseling you they look at your your giving record to the church to see if you support the church functions if you're a member there and if you don't support the church they simply don't give you counseling because they can't pay for staff for people that aren't there for getting, for you know, promoting the church and, and supporting the church so just remember that when you send me these emails and guys be nice stop sending me nasty stuff i don't want to listen to it all right and only a few people have done that i've deleted a whole bunch of people and i've blocked a bunch of emails but you know it's been a rough five weeks for me all right just just cut me some slack right now and don't be sending me ugly emails i don't want to listen to it because if that keeps going on, I'm just going to go ahead and just delete my entire email chain and to get rid of that entire email address. And it's not because I don't love all you guys, but it's so nice, and you guys can't help that. But, you know, think through what you're doing as far as how you're being – how you're portraying yourself and some of these emails you're sending me. I love you guys, and I thank you again for the really good emails. By the way, the Santas is now calling Virtue Signally a sanctuary of cities. In the same. DeSantis is calling virtual signaling of sanctuary cities a fraud. This is in Ponagorda. Governor Duran DeSantis responded to criticism about his sending illegal aliens to affluent Martha Vineyard by calling out the cities that beat their chests, proclaiming they are a sanctuary for those crossing the border illegally, which they're all a bunch of liars when they do that, by the way. All those people in D.C. and New York were beating their chests when Trump was president, saying that they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, saying how bad it was to have a secure border the minute even a small fraction of what those border towns deal with every day is brought to their front door, that they all of a sudden have go berserk, and they're so upset that this is happening. DeSantis said this at a press conference on September the 15th in Okaloosa County, and it just shows, you know, their, virtually, their virtue signaling is fraud, and he's absolutely correct about that. By the way, Krizlam has now been confirmed and led by Pope Francis, the leaders of the world's religions, formally adopt a human fraternity document at the 7th Annual congress. With the adoption this week by the Seventh World Religious Congress of the Health Human Fraternity document created by Pope Francis and Mohammed Ben Zayed, Islam is now the official one-world religion. It's official. Islam has now been codified and ratified with the approval of the Seventh Congress of Leaders of World and Traditional Religions of the Human Fraternity document created by Pope Francis of the Vatican and financed and promoted by Mohammed Ben Zayed. Uh, all I can say about that is, bleh, these people are nauseating. I, I feel sorry for Catholics that are really God fearing Catholics who really love Jesus. I really do, because this leader that you guys have is an abomination. He's a complete and total apostate, and uh, you guys just need to. I hate to say this, and this is what I would do: if you're supporting your local Catholic church and you're giving them money, this is being fed back into the Vatican. I'd probably hold my funds until you get a new pope in there, and you can always give it back to them, you know, retroactively as far as when they get so you get some decent leadership back in the Catholic Church, because the Catholic Church, the basically the vast majority of the Christian churches, Protestant churches now, especially the Name of Clement Blabbit weirdos that I've talked about so many times, they become unbelievably compromised. They really have, and 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 you can't you can't promote that with your money. You really can't do it. Now here's another psyop question. Here's another psyop story here. Apocalypse 401k. And this, this is PSYOP. I want you to understand that this is complete and total PSYOP. Billionaire economist Ray Dalio, founder of Bridgewater Hedge Fund, says that the predicted Fed hike of interest rates of 4.5% will crater stocks by a fifth and will bring the economy down with it. Okay? Dalio and other economists believe the central bank will hike interest rates another consecutive 0.75% to reach 4.5% rate by 2023. The hikes are meant to bring down rampant inflation but are also predicted to send the U.S. into full recession with the stock market plummeting. Wall Street's major indexes have already suffered the big losses this past month with the S&P on its way to, work it, to record its worst year since the 2008 crash. The reason they do this stuff, okay, because we survived 15 16 20% inflation back in the 70s. We survived it he's saying this stuff as preemptive and predictive programming to get the masses to be scared. So they start dumping their stocks and doing everything they're going to do to cause the very scenario that he's talking about. This is again, more CIA psychop stuff and how they, and how they basically come in and just, you know, control the narrative all the way around. And there's another interesting article that says, uh, we just witnessed something that hasn't happened since 2008. And it's causing the market to have a problem as far as the housing. And he goes, the reckless behavior didn't have to happen. the, the the Federal Reserve and our politicians in Washington have created a horrifying inflationary spiral with all the money they gave away, and now the Fed is feverishly raising interest rates in a desperate attempt to get inflation back under control. But everyone knows that rapidly rising rates is going to absolutely crush the housing market. Now, that is a fact. You know, the federal, but remember, a lot of these houses, like Austin we were talking about earlier, are four dollars five dollars $600,000. Nobody's making payments on them anyhow. They're staying at the pool all day, especially the guys from South and Central America. And so this whole adjustment needs to take place. But also remember, they brought millions of new people into the market is for housing in the last two years with Biden. They had a lot come in with Trump, too. Don't forget that. And these people need a place to live. And, and once these people get evicted now from their houses that they haven't made payments on in the last couple of years because of all the moratoriums that were in place, these illegal aliens are going to have a, the ability to come in and buy their houses. They're have a massive homeless problem also. When the Federal Reserve writes, hikes Interest rates and puts under upward pressure on mortgage rates. And as mortgage rates go higher, the more and more potential home buyers will be forced on the sidelines with fewer potential homeowners in the market. That will put a downward pressure on home prices, except for the fact that we've got millions of people coming across the border that are going to have houses basically given to them. Always remember that. Uh, Bill Meyer, who I Gosh, I like this guy. And I know he's—I know he's a liberal. I got that. He says some of the some of the craziest anti-liberal stuff I've ever heard, and I, and I and I like the way he thinks of some of the stuff he says. Now I'm diametrically opposed to a lot of stuff he says, but I would love to be on his talk show and have a dialogue with him from a intellectual debate standpoint because he had he's got some pretty good brains on him. He goes, Bill Myers warns warning that the woke schools and critical race theory lessons and the insistence on keeping students' sex changes secret from their parents is driving liberal voters to Trump. Wow. The real-time host said that his friends with children don't like it when they come home saying the class was divided into the oppressors and the oppressed. He believes that it is driving more liberals to the same arms of President Donald Trump. Meyer states that the two biggest issues when it comes to voting are democracy and the environment. It comes under furious parents protested outside of the Loudoun County School Board meeting to demand an end to the racist and divisive ideologies in schools. And uh, he's right about this. I mean, we're breaking people up into subgroups, subsections, in order to allow them to basically do whatever they're going to do, cause more division of the United States, which is becoming a really, really, really big problem. Now, to further cause more problems with the, with the CIA psych, uh, psych, the CIA psychological operation of QAnon, Trump is now openly embracing and amplifying QAnon conspiracy theories. Now, mind you, I'm going to say something here. You know I'm not a Q follower. You guys all know that. I've lost a lot of friends over this, and I'm going to say it again so you guys can either be with me or against me. This exact same thing they did in Russia, the Tsar Nicholas. These secret societies came in, and they started saying that Tsar Nicholas is still alive. His family is still alive. He's going to be put back into power. He's under control. He's operating, controlling Russia from a third-place, third-world country, and he's still in charge. This went on for a decade. Until finally the Russian people finally realized it was all a lie, and the Russian czar was dead. And Donald Trump is doing the exact same thing, whether he knows it or not. It doesn't make any difference. He's now embracing the QAnon theories and basically you know, putting his little Q pins on all whatever he's doing. And the sad part about all of this stuff is it's a military-grade PSYOP. Now, a lot of the stuff that QAnon said was true, but they put this information out there. As conspiracy theory to QAnon, so they could basically discredit it and say it's simply a bunch of nuts running around pretending like Donald Trump is still running the White House and running the United States from Mar-a-Lago. He is not. Joe Biden's not even running the White House. (laughs) He's a figurehead. That's all he is. The international Kabbalist, Luciferian sect who control the international bankers and control the media, these witches and weirdos and warlocks in the highest levels – they're controlling the White House, and they're telling the White House what to do. Bill Clinton just said this years ago when he's president. He said after he was president, he goes, I quickly realized that all of the decisions that I had to make were made from someone else, and they make those decisions for him. The position of the executive branch now of the president of the United States has been usurped, and they're no longer – I mean, look at this mess with George Bush. You know, you're either for us or you're either with the terrorists or you're against us, okay? Bill Clinton, you know, basically deregulating radio, There's H. Bush, basically, you know, from CIA, basically running the entire Reagan White House. You know, Barack Obama, the gay Kenyan, is married to a guy, according to Joan Rivers, a trans tranny. A, she's a tranny. Michelle Obama. She's a tranny. And she, he's in the White House just to be a this to be a big slap on our face to show you how in control they are. Then you turn around with Trump, who was basically the accidental president because Hillary was supposed to win. And they did nothing but attack him the entire time until he got back into heel and started promoting their agenda and this this is the group the same thing with biden now we have that outside group this cabalist luciferian sect that's running everything through the synagogue of satan and when we get this it starts to make more sense so don't hook your cart with q don't do that i mean i've got people that i know now that are basically saying that you know you know everything is going to be put back into place and donald trump will be reinstated as president because the election hack of 2020 which really did happen but the reality is guys We have to work with what we've got right now, and that means we have to do it at a local level, with school boards, with county commissioners, city commissioners. And we need to find out how these people are getting into power and making these, quote-unquote, really bad decisions at the local level. Always remember that. By the way, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus, for he is the great I am. He is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I love you guys so very, very, very much. I'll finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Dad made a valid point because I had a lot of this happen a lot, too, after the stolen election, which was blatantly fraudulent under basically a uh, bumbling buffoon Biden. I mean, they 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 so obvious it's not even questionable. But what's interesting about it was I had the exact same thing. I actually had arguments with people. I mean, I had people getting red faced with hysteria arguing with me that Trump was still operating the military, Trump was still running the White House, Trump was down in Mar-a-Lago running the entire country, and that essentially he was going to be back into play here immediately, and this whole thing with Biden was just staged. And granted, I know the whole thing with Biden was staged. It was a stolen election, but I kept arguing with people, even through Trump's presidency, when they were coming in, they were saying, listen, you don't understand why he's allowing the ATF to ban bump-fire stocks. This is all three dimensional chess, Austin. We're giving up the bumpfire stocks to ATF so they don't ban other stuff. And I looked at him and I said, dude. That's like giving up your entire front element to say, okay, well, we're just going to make sure we give all of them up so we can get another fight right behind them. I said it makes no sense. I said even if it was a war tactic, it makes no sense. I said opening the line for ATF to come in and arbitrarily change 1934 law without congressional approval and now state that bumfire stocks somehow are machine guns. When they are not, and they've been ruled four times by ATF in the history, in the past, that they were not machine guns, now ATF comes back in and says, oh, now they are. We changed our mind after eight years. I said, that's not three-dimensional chess. I said, that's compromising to mobs. I said, there is no realistic reality to this whatsoever. Oh, you don't understand what you're talking about. It's QAnon. Trust the plan. There's no plan. (laughs) This is all theater going on all behind the scenes. And so, again, you have to realize and this is what I said after the whole thing was stolen. It was a real eye opener for a lot of people that had to pretty much eat crow and say, all right, I get the fact now that we're played on a lot of stuff. The election was now stolen. If it is to be, it's up to us and we all have to unify as patriots and start getting together. And getting to rallies and getting talking and forwarding articles and fighting the censorship and we all have to be proactive even if it's just at the basic level with your city and county commissioners or running for that especially getting involved with the school board i mean that that's an absolute mandatory thing that everybody has to start getting involved in is addressing what's going on with the school systems and i know a lot of parents now and you're seeing it all over the country now parents are getting vocal and for good reason i mean there's a video somebody sent me yesterday. And this, it's this Ontario high school, and they're defending this trans teacher, grown man, grown pervert tranny man wearing a wig when he has these gigantic fake breasts on under his shirt. And I mean when I mean they're like gigantic, I mean they're so abnormally big they obviously aren't real. And he's walking around in like shop class and walking around the school with these on. And I'm like, I'm a gas. I thought it was a joke at first. I thought it was like a Halloween prank. Honestly, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird and very macabre. But whatever, it's Halloween. No, it wasn't Halloween. This teacher's really trying to do it and walk around with these these giant fake breasts on. And then the school is—I mean, they're, they're cartoonish. And the school blatantly saying, well, you know, he identifies as a female, so we can't say anything about it. And what's crazy is he's saying that basically the kids would be vulgar to him and how they're, they're being mean and how they're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, you're a grown man with gender dysphoria wearing fake boobs to school. What do you think is going to happen? And again, this is exactly what the communists want. They want to bring in this absolutely moronic ideology. It's so twisted and so perverted and tell you it's okay, It's totally normal and gaslight everybody until the point to where people actually go along with this and they continue to accept the perversion as normal, as it talks about when Sodom and Gomorrah. When Lot brought the angels in, it says every man, both young and old, descended on Lot's house and essentially demanded they bring the angels out so they could have their way with them. That's the level of perversion it reaches, and that's the level that us as American Christians— Can't allow to go. I know everybody deals with their own stuff and fights their own problems. I get it. I'm always there to support people if they need it. if they have an issue, they got to talk. But when you start talking about this type of perversion, being exposed to minors in high school and telling them this is normal – Absolutely not. This is no longer a line that gets pushed back. So I encourage parents, continue to understand what's being exposed to your schools and continue to be vocal about it. And if you need anything at all, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. Along with the D3 10,000 K2 on mega sale right now. Stay stocked up. Keep your immune system strong. Also, just got another batch of the vitamin C with quercetin and antioxidants in capsule form and in powder form that just landed. So be sure to stock up on those if you need it and vote for what you want to see win. Product of the week this Wednesday. Looks like there's a bunch of products that are neck and neck, including the zinc the prostate the tribulus i mean they're all within right within a vote of each other so be sure to check those out on the website at healthmasters.com and vote for what you want to see win and thank you again for getting the truth getting reasoning getting wisdom getting that out there for people to at least be exposed to and make their own decisions because the truth will set people free if they listen to it and if they do their own research on it so very important my friends you have a blessed safe awesome night have a great time we'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always